2: Seventeen years ago today. If you're old enough to remember seventeen years ago today, you know exactly where you were seventeen years ago today when you heard about the planes hitting the World Trade Center. Uh, What I remember was that I had three grandkids on the way that day. uh, Not to the house. They were on their way into the world. Uh, Two daughters and a daughter-in-law were pregnant. They were all due in December and all ended up giving birth in december so what two months later um three months later whatever it is those three kids are almost 17 now in fact uh, one got her driver's license today so she did okay Uh, at least she's doing okay so far and i remember my wife saying something about to the effect of you know what kind of world are these kids uh come gonna be brought into and i'm sure there was a lot of that going around i never looked at it that way i'm just not the pessimistic type um you know i I just, I just didn't look at it that way. But uh, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a man-woman thing, but the three kids are in a much different world than I was in at their age, but it's still pretty good one. Uh, everybody's world changed at least a little bit that day. None more than, obviously, none more than the almost 3,000 who died and their families and friends. And, and people are still dying uh, from some of the people who showed up there at the World Trade Center, the first responders. Um, they're dying from diseases that they got by hanging around that site for too long and that's pretty sad and it's it's every day i guess someone still dies from september 1 2000 or september 11 2001 president trump was in shanksville for a ceremony today
3: here in shanksville many of you raised up the first memorial a wooden cross a chain-linked fence mementos and tributes pouring in and dozens and dozens of American flags. A piece of America's heart is buried on these grounds, but in its place has grown a new resolve to live our lives with the same grace and courage as the heroes of Flight 93. This field is now a monument to American defiance. This memorial is now a message to the world. America will never, ever submit to tyranny. America's future is not written by our enemies. America's future is written by our heroes.
2: Uh, one thing uh, that I do remember... Uh uh, I, I actually lived next door at the time to a guy, a young guy named J.S. Sauban. He was a goaltender for the Penguins, French Canadian, and his wife, also a French Canadian. And I think that the plane that crashed in Shanksville, um, from what I've read, you know, since then, it was headed toward Cleveland or uh, headed west. I think to Cleveland it was, and it, and it uh, turned around. The terrorists made it turn around. And it basically flew over near where I live out in Washington County. And I remember J.S. Uh, Aubin's uh, wife. Now, this, and I remember thinking this had to be strange for her being a French Canadian. I mean, they both had French accents and they were French Canadians. And young, too, early 20s. And um, she said that she had been at South Hills Village that day. And she saw a plane flying really low coming over, uh, you know, down the down the road a couple of miles, I guess. But she said that it was unusually low. And there is, a, a, out there by that, in that area, there is a, uh, there's a line, the, the, the planes land. Uh, the landing pattern seems to be there. And they come in pretty low, a lot right over that area, over South Hills Village. But this was going in the other direction. And it was really low. And you never saw that. And she swore that that had to be the plane That went down in shanksville because it just it was just didn't look right it was really low flying in that direction and it's obviously something that sticks out when a when a a gigantic airliner is flying that low and going in a direction you don't normally see them going and speaking of flying uh the one thing that changed for everybody is how we travel It used to be fun to fly remember that are you old enough to remember when it was fun to fly well now it's just a hassle it's actually i've actually gotten to the point that i'm no longer interested in flying anywhere again i never want to set foot in an airport and if you got to, if you have a charter um and you want to go somewhere i'll think about it but I, I have no interest whatsoever in going through what you have to go through to get on an airplane anymore and that's just a minor detail in my life but it is it's a direct result of what the terrorists did and it affects and it affects me it, it, it's a small thing but it affects and it has affected millions and millions of people all over the world uh it's no, no longer the same to get on an airplane or to deal with an airport is the main thing. Uh, but it is a direct result of what happened 17 years ago today. I'm one of the lucky ones to have it only affect me in a small way. Uh, obviously, as I said, the, the people who were involved in the uh, were in the buildings and all the people who related to and friends of all those people, that's obvious. Need, doesn't need to be said. But anyway, here on the show today, um, we're going to talk a lot about Google and Facebook and Twitter, uh, there's been a lot about all of them in the news lately, and not very much of it has been good. At least if you're a conservative, anyway. Lots of evidence that uh, seems to show a major bias against conservatives. Enough so that there's been a lot of talk of having them regulated by the government. I don't know. I'm I don't know about that one. I need to hear a lot more about what kind of regulation you're talking about. I'm always a little Scared of that? I don't. I don't like that. I don't like it when they start talking about the government controlling things. But who knows? Um, that 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 remains to be seen, and and, and at least should be discussed. Uh, Google has an enormous amount of power now. Uh, basically, has a monopoly on the flow of information. Everybody loves Google. Who doesn't like Google? I mean, those grandkids I mentioned—they never heard of an encyclopedia. I had the—I remember the guy coming to the house. He was my old my Latin teacher, selling World Book encyclopedias. And um, I, if you're listening to me, there's a good chance you know what an encyclopedia is. I don't know if Erin ever saw one, my producer in there. You know what an encyclopedia is? Um, she's in her late 20s. But um, everybody, every kid had a world book encyclopedia or the Encyclopedia Britannica. And it took up a gigantic amount of space. It was like 26 books and something like that. Every, every letter of the alphabet was uh, each book. And um, that was your Google and somebody would, if you, if you asked a question, my dad would say, go look it up in the world book. Even if he knew the answer, he'd make me look it up, just so, so I'd learn while I was looking it up. Now, you, you can ask a kid anything, at any time, and, it, and he knows the answer to it. If he doesn't know the answer to it, he finds it on his phone in 12 seconds. So that's how things have changed because of Google. Um, and, and my kids aren't going to ever know what it's like to, you know, the joy of unfolding a map. Aaron, you've never had to unfold a map in your life. I know that. Um, you know, <laughs> having a map, and and nobody ever knew how to fold one back up again. So that you, I mean, if you unfolded a map, there was nobody on the planet Earth who knew how to fold it to get it back to where it's supposed to be. So once it was unfolded, it was unfolded for good. But it's Google Google's control over uh, where you're taken when you do a search that's the problem, and it's uh, it's called search suggestion effect think about that for a minute search suggestion effect that's what we're going to talk about here in a minute and it could determine who's our next president of the united states of america search suggestion effect and there's a documentary coming out called the creepy line and it's all pretty creepy we're going to talk about all that when we come back stay there Marley Financial has done it again. These guys are just fantastic. Many of you know or have worked with our friend Todd Marley at Marley Financial. You also know that they were the first and still the best option for individual health insurance providing both traditional and non-Obamacare plans. But now they're also offering the best group health plans in the nation. Typical savings of up to 40%. Small, medium, and even large groups, Marley has got you covered, giving you and your employees access to national networks where you can go to any hospital, Highmark, UPMC, Mayo Clinic, or even John. Hopkins. Marley gives you the power to choose what's best for you and your employees, whether they're W-2 or 1099 subcontractors, without the usual headaches of things like minimum participation or employer contributions. Call Marley Financial now at 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496. And find out what it's like to work with the most innovative agency in Pennsylvania. 724-884-1496
4: at MarleyFG.com. There's a threat targeting America. One that's growing fast, but may still be hard to see. Lyme disease. Spread by tiny ticks, often smaller than the head of a pin, this dangerous disease is now more widespread than West Nile, tuberculosis, and HIV-AIDS combined. And if left untreated, it can lead to arthritis, facial paralysis, and even memory and concentration problems, often called brain fog. As the threat of Lyme disease grows to more than 300,000 projected cases each year, it's time for us to target Lyme disease. That means checking for ticks when you've been outside, even in your own backyard. It means seeing a doctor if you experience the symptoms of Lyme disease, which can include joint pain, flu-like symptoms, fever, fatigue, or sometimes a bullseye-shaped rash. Set your sights on stopping Lyme. Learn how you can target Lyme disease at targetlime.org.
5: In today's world, violent crime can victimize anyone at any time. Larry Elder here. When it's your time, will you be able to protect yourself and your loved ones? For my personal protection, I am attending a training at Front Sight, the world's premier firearms training facility located near Las Vegas. And through our personal relationship with Front Sight's founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza, we've arranged for you and your family to train there too, free of charge. Yes, it's true. On your computer browser, enter Front FrontSite.com Larry to secure a $2,000 four-day defensive handgun course absolutely free of charge with no hidden surprises or catches. Enter FrontSite.com slash Larry after your first course at FrontSite. You'll leave with skills that surpass 99% of the gun-owning population. Guaranteed. Nobody does it better than FrontSite, but you must act before these free courses are all taken. Secure your free four-day $2,000 course at FrontSite.com slash Larry. FrontSite.com slash Larry. You know the moment.
6: The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com
7: Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at originalmattress.com to see for yourself.
0: This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer.
2: So, uh, as I said, who doesn't love Google, if you were listening before the break there? I mean, you'd probably, as I said earlier, have to be somewhere around 30 to know what life was like without it. And because of Google, there's really no excuse for not knowing something. Uh, And if you don't know it, within 10 seconds, you do know it. Uh, and you really don't have to be all that good at remembering because if you forget, you just Google it and then you remember it again. But uh, Google has become about a lot more than just uh, an information service. It's a money-making machine, as most people know, I think. And I have a guest coming on after the break who's going to tell you that it's the greatest mind-control machine in the history of the world. That's what he says. Greatest mind-control machine in the history of the world. As a matter of fact... Tucker Carlson talked about it, uh, this guy, last night on his show.
1: A couple of times on this show, social scientist Robert Epstein has pointed out that Google alone could determine the outcome of almost any American election just by altering its search suggestions. We'd never know what happened. Oh, say tech defenders, don't worry. These are businesses. They exist to make money, not to push political agendas. Well, it turns out that's not true, and we can prove it. An email obtained exclusively by this show reveals that a senior Google employee deployed the company's resources to increase voter turnout in ways she believed would help the Clinton campaign win in the last election.
2: Now, Dr. Epstein, Dr. Robert Epstein, just mentioned there by Tucker Carlson, uh, will be here in a few minutes. And uh, I want to thank uh, uh, somebody who follows me on Twitter goes by the name of Bobzilla. He kind of uh, alerted me to this story yesterday, and I immediately called Doctor Epstein, and uh, he agreed to be on the show. So he'll be on after the break. Uh, anyway, uh, he has some stuff that's going to that you really need to hear. It's pretty amazing. Tucker Carlson's show came across an email that was sent by somebody at Google named Eleono Mario, and the head of the she's, I guess she's the head of the multicultural marketing department at Google, whatever that is. She was bragging about how she was going to use Google to
1: help sway the election in some key states. At the end of her email, Mario makes it clear that Google was working to get Hillary Clinton elected. This wasn't a get out the vote effort, whatever they say. It was not aimed at all potential voters. It wasn't even aimed at a balanced cross section of subgroups. Google didn't try to get out the vote among, say, Christian Arabs in Michigan or Persian Jews in Los Angeles. They sometimes vote Republican. It was aimed only at one group a group that Google cynically assumed would vote exclusively for the Democratic Party. Furthermore, this mobilization effort targeted not the entire country, but swing states vital to the Hillary campaign. This was not an exercise in civics. This was political consulting. It was, in effect, an in-kind contribution to the Hillary Clinton for President campaign.
2: Yeah, so the, uh, you know, Google may seem like your friendly, neutral little helper, Something that will put libraries out of business and make everybody smarter, but it's uh, not equally friendly to everybody.
1: Google tried to get Hillary elected. They failed this time. We reached out to Google. The company did not deny that the email was real or that it showed a clear political preference. Their only defense was that the activities it described were either non-partisan or weren't taken officially by the company. But of course they were both. Plenty of people in Google knew what was going on, and we've seen no evidence that anyone at Google disapproved of it or tried to rein it in. Two years later, Google is more powerful than it's ever been, and the left has increasingly become radical in what it is willing to do to regain political power. What could Google be doing this election cycle to support its preferred candidates? What could they do in 2020? It is a question almost nobody in Washington seems interested in even asking. They ought to be interested.
2: Yeah, and it's not just the people in Washington. It uh, might be other people in the media uh, might be interested in, in finding out about it and uh, making a story out of it, not just the cable networks, but everybody. Anyway, uh, of course, uh, Tucker Carlson, he had that as an exclusive last night, and it was his show that did the work and somehow came up with that email, and that's where, it all, that's where the story comes from. We'll see how much... Um, how many legs it gets, how far it goes, and if anybody picks it up, I'm sure Fox will be all over it. But the other people, and eh, I'm not so sure. Anyway, of course, of course, uh, Carlson did try to get a comment from Google, and got no response. And then, as Mark Stein pointed out a little bit later on his show last night, it's one thing to be influenced, you know, by an ad that Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump buys and puts it on, puts on TV. They spend a lot of money and they are directing their ads at you if that's if you're the group they're targeting or that's somebody else who's in another group it's all that's the nature of campaigning and and running for office and everybody does it and that's how you win my good advertising is a big part of it and there's nobody has any problems with that and I don't have any issue with um, how much money is spent on that I don't like any government control of that I you know, Citizens United and all that stuff, I just, uh, it's fine with me, just um, spend how much money you want, as long as it's not money that you stole from somebody. But, you know, it's one thing to be influenced by an ad that Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump buys and puts on TV, Uh, that's, uh, that's just what you do in an election campaign, because you know you're watching an ad, but it's much different when you don't know that you're being linked to a message that's supposed to sway you. So... You're looking for one thing, and Google is sending you somewhere else, and that may be in their plan to send you to a uh, to a link that they think will do a good job of maybe influencing you to vote for. And this is especially for independents. And when we talk to Dr. Robert Epstein, uh, you will find out how much independents are and were and are affected by. What we uh, referred to earlier, uh, and I forget the name of it, and I will <laughs> remember when we come back. Uh, what you know, the, the the method that's used to um, influence you that's used by Google. But he talks about that and how much it affects independence, because that's who they're after, and and uh, not so much independence. I'm sorry, undecided. Independence is the wrong word. It's undecided because that's who they're after, and it's it's it works and. um if it didn't work, Google wouldn't be doing it. So that's the problem. They're 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 sending you places where you're going to find something that speaks negatively about the candidate that Google wants to win. uh that Google wants to lose. They're they're trying to get you to find negative information on candidates, uh, even though you're not looking for it. Now, as I said, I wouldn't expect to see this story anywhere other than Fox. Uh, Newsbusters pointed out today. That none of the network morning shows picked up on it, uh, but Tara Palmieri on Good Morning uh, Palmieri, I guess it is uh, Tara Palmieri on Good Morning America. She did manage during an interview with Donald Trump Jr. He, he was there talking about this, about how the social media is uh, biased against Republicans, and it, during the interview, uh, you know, he said that. And she said, uh, you know, that she said that they contacted Google about the suspicions that Republicans have. And this is what the quote. This is the quote she had uh, from Google: um, uh, "Search is not used to set a political agenda, and we don't bias our results toward any political ideology. We continually look to improve Google search, and we never rank search them to manipulate political sentiment. Of course, they don't. And so, just imagine for a minute." The media frenzy that would be going on right now, if this had all happened on CNN, instead of Tucker Carlson's show last night, somebody on CNN uh, would have had, a, had an exclusive that the Trump campaign during the 2016 election had used Google or any other social media to, you know, secretly, sneakily uh, influence people not to vote for Hillary Clinton. It would be the lead story in every newscast today if they had found that out now i don 't i i, I can 't tell you whether they 're going to use it tonight. I can just tell you what uh, newsbusters and that 's what they do. They survey the media to find out what 's going on. They saw nothing on Good Morning America or anywhere else uh, that uh, other than this one case where they the only thing they did was give google 's response denying it well there 's a documentary coming out about all this it 's called the creepy Line. And when you hear this little excerpt from the trailer, you'll see where the title comes from.
8: It will
9: always favor one online music service over another and one candidate over another. Google and Facebook has the power to undermine democracy without us knowing that democracy has been undermined. There's what I call the creepy line and the the Google policy about a lot of these things is to get right up to the creepy line but not cross it
2: well apparently they crossed it and they crossed it a lot and that was a that last comment is from the documentary again the title of which is the creepy line and much of the information that's in the documentary comes from uh robert dr robert epstein who happens to be coming up on our show here in a couple of minutes so um make sure you stay tuned for that but Again, I'm just trying to imagine what this would look like if this had all happened on CNN or MSNBC last night or if ABC News would have gotten hold of a memo that talked about how Google was nefariously or secretly trying to influence people not to vote for uh, Hillary Clinton instead of the other way around. This would be a huge story, and it would be, and, and Donald Trump would be accused, of course, accused of being the mastermind of it, and he would have been trashed for being the evil guy that they all think he is. But um, nothing, nobody will care because it's it's going to be, if it works, it's going to help Hillary Clinton be president. Fortunately, she's not president, which is the best thing about Donald Trump being president. By the way, she's not Dr. Robert Epstein is coming up just in a couple of seconds here on AM 1250,
7: The Answer. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. As Hurricane Florence approaches the Carolinas, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper warns residents that the storm is a monster. That's why I'm ordering a mandatory state evacuation for our barrier islands. And I'm
9: directing the people of North Carolina to obey local evacuation orders that have already been issued and will be issued along our coast.
7: President Trump says the federal government is ready for the arrival of Hurricane Florence. The
3: safety of American people is my absolute highest priority. We are sparing no expense. Uh, We are totally prepared. We're ready. Uh, we're as ready as anybody's ever been.
9: Florence is expected to blow ashore late Thursday or early Friday, then slow down and wring itself out for days, unloading one to two and a half feet of rain. This is SRN News.
8: All right, to all of our listeners out there who are age 75 or older and own a $100,000 life insurance policy or larger, I want you to get a pen and I want you to write this information down. If you're age 75 or older and have a $100,000 or larger life policy, did you know you can convert that life policy into cash right now? I'm not kidding. You can turn your life insurance policy into cold, hard cash. Now I know the economy has been a struggle for many. People need cash. They need it right away. And you can get cash right away for your life policy. If you're over 75, you have a $100,000 or larger life policy. I want you to write this number down. And give these folks a call. It's all free. Get rid of those insurance premiums. Stop paying those. Turn that policy into cash. Write this number down. 844 buy 75 Use the cash to pay bills, medical bills, whatever. Call 844-WEBUY75. That's 844-WEBUY75. Call now. Brought to you by Golden Opportunity.
0: Hugh Hewitt explains that America knew who they were voting for with Trump.
10: Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Get over it. And the Republicans are still going to win the Senate. Because guess what? Americans are sophisticated. They know what they got with Donald Trump. He was a playboy. They know that. They don't believe he's a Manchurian candidate, which Democrats believe. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings
0: at 6, right before Mike Gallagher at 9, on AM 1250. The Answer.
10: Do you dream of owning your own home? Dollar Bank's Free Mortgages for Men workshop can show you how to break the rent cycle. You'll learn the right way to home ownership with a plan to strengthen your savings and create less debt. You can even get help with restoring bad credit.
7: Join Harold Hayes and Dollar Bank at the Free Mortgages for Men home buying workshop. Saturday, September 22nd at 9 a.m. at the David L. Lawrence Convention Center. Childcare will be available. To register, call 1-800-345-3655 today. Dollar Bank. Equal housing Lender. The Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber invites you to A Taste of Cranberry, Monday, September 24th. Over 20 of your
0: favorite local eateries and chains converge on the Doubletree by Hilton & Cranberry with unlimited samples from 5 to 8 p.m. Enjoy great food, entertainment, kids' zone, and prizes. Tickets are available now at pghnorthchamber.com. Don't miss A Taste of Cranberry, Monday, September 24th at the Doubletree by Hilton & Cranberry. Visit pghnorthchamber.com.
4: From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's a beautiful country out there. Discover it all in a new RV from Camping World, America's number one RV dealer. At your local Camping World, you'll find over 350 new RVs in stock, an ever-changing selection from America's top brands, including favorites like Coleman and Mallard of every class and size, all at wholesale prices. Say hello to a whole new world. Visit CampingWorldOfPittsburgh.com. He can smell you
0: from half a mile away, here with pinpoint accuracy, and detect the slightest motion with a 310 degree field of vision. But with an Oak Ridge hunting blind from Yoder's Backyard Structures, that deer will never know you're there. Solid, silent, scent controlled, satisfaction guaranteed. This is one perch you won't fall out of. And with Yoder's delivered and set up free of charge. Take your hunt to a whole new level at YodersBackyard.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer.
6: Looking at delays on the Parkway East, outbound Bates Street to Edgewood, Swiss and flooding still closing many highways, including inbound Parkway East, Grant Street to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Also, the 10th Street bypass between the Fort Pitt Bridge and the Fort Duquesne Bridge and the 279 ramps to the 10th Street bypass. That closed with flooding, as well as Mon Wharf, all shut down because of flooding. And also 837 approaching New England Road and the McKeesport-Duquesne Bridge. I'm Jenny Robinson on AM 1250, The Answer.
0: AM 1250, the answer, weather. Mostly cloudy tonight with nothing more than a sprinkle, low temperature 62. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy but warmer. There can be a shower in spots with a high of 79. Tomorrow night, patchy clouds with areas of fog developing, low 68. On Thursday, some morning fog, otherwise mostly cloudy and humid with a passing shower, high 82. I'm meteorologist Bill Sklodankis on AM 1250, the answer. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The
2: Answer. Well, Google and Facebook have been in the news a lot lately and will be for the rest of our lives. Uh, But there's more and more talk every day about the power that they have uh, and also Twitter, I guess, and whether they need to be regulated. Some people have called Google the most powerful company in the history of the world because it has the power to influence elections without the people who are being influenced necessarily being aware of it. There's a documentary coming out that deals with that. It's called The Creepy Line. And a lot of the material from the documentary is based on research done by Dr. Robert Epstein of the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology. And we have him on the line right now. Thanks for being here, Dr. Robert. My pleasure, John. So uh, what is search suggestion effect?
9: Search suggestion effect (SSE). That's that's one of the uh, manipulations uh, that I discovered with my associates. Uh, that's one of five uh, that we're studying right now. Search suggestion effect refers to the fact that when you start to type a search term uh, into the Google search engine, uh, you are being manipulated from the very first character that you type. Uh, you know, you get those suggestions flashed at you while you're typing. Right. Well, what we've learned is just by fiddling with those suggestions, uh, Google can turn a 50-50 split among undecided voters into a 90-10 split with no one aware that they're being manipulated.
2: Well, that's, uh, that's pretty big, 90 to 10. So uh, a huge percentage of people uh, – ha- now, you're saying this has already happened, Correct.
9: I'm saying that this is happening every single time we go online and use the search engine. I'm saying that 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 we are we are constantly. It's not just votes. Yeah. It's every decision, oh, every okay. opinion, every belief. Uh, you know, we are being manipulated every single time we use the search engine.
2: So you're what? Well, yeah. So it's it's not just uh, you know a month before the election. It's every day, every year. It's
9: 20, It's twenty four seven, and it's not just in the U.S. because. Google is serving 2.5 billion people around the world, soon to be more than 4 billion. Uh, we're, we're talking about, that's just the search suggestions, you know, when you start to type. They're also manipulating us by, by those search results that appear down at the bottom of the page and, and using those boxes uh, that give us the answer, the answer boxes. Uh, so you, know, you take those three, uh, those three methods together and the search engine turns out to be, to be the most powerful mind-control machine ever invented.
2: Yeah, that's what I was just going to get to. Uh, you call this the, the, um, the search engine, not just Google, I guess, but the search engine, the most powerful mind-control machine ever invented. Uh, it's, it's interesting because I think, I'm pretty sure most people just look at Google as that thing I do when I need to find something out. And when I need a map, or you know uh, and they don't that maybe that's what makes it so potentially anyway evil because it's invisible. what's going so
9: that's, on that it's it's the fact that it's invisible is one problem. The other problem is that it doesn't leave a paper trail because all that all the information they're flashing at you, it only exists for a couple seconds, it disappears, it's never stored anywhere, so authorities can't go back and track it. Uh, so we're talking about, you know, in, in many different ways, this is very scary stuff. That's what the new film is about. It really explains it beautifully, how this all works. And people just are unaware. You're exactly right. You hit the nail on the head. We think of Google, the Google search engine as like the public library mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, that's there to help us. Uh, but public libraries don't manipulate us. They don't uh, collect and, and track all of our of, of our data. You know, they don't track of, of, of all the books we read and they don't sell it to advertisers and they don't lobby Washington so you know the, the these tools that Google provides uh, they're not what you think they are They they are not just wonderful free services uh, they are tools of surveillance period
2: and what exactly is the creepy line? We I played the uh, trailer, a little piece of the trailer, uh, a little bit ago on the show here, and we heard the man say, "Well, we like to call it the creepy line, and we like to just get right up to the line and not cross over it." But you're saying they more than cross over it.
9: Oh yeah, and the guy who was saying that in the film, that was the head of Google.
2: Right, and and he said, and he was laughing about it, and he, it's obvious from the look on his face and his tone that he didn't mean what he said when he said they don't go over the creepy line.
9: We're talking about some pretty creepy people here, some very arrogant people who have gone on record basically saying that they know better than the rest of us uh, and that they have the power to reshape humankind uh, and that they are not afraid to use that power.
2: Talking to Robert, Dr. Robert Epstein of the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology, and this is some pretty scary stuff here. And why uh, don't more people know about this, and how can they be made to know more about this?
9: Well, we don't know about it because, again, we're, we're all duped. You right. know, we we just think we're using all these cool, free services, and we don't understand what they really are. They're just surveillance tools. Uh, what what can we do? Well, day to day, we're so dependent on these tools. I mean, Gmail and Chrome and Google Maps and Google Docs, we're so dependent on these tools that there isn't that much we can do. Now, I do send people to, to uh, an article I wrote called Seven Simple Steps Toward Online Privacy. Uh, and, uh, you know, that'll, that'll tell you a few things you can do to kind of cut back on, on using these, uh, these, these surveillance tools. Uh, so there are a few things, tiny little things you can do, but basically we just have to hope that the powers that be, that, you know, the, that our government will get its act together and start to set up some protections, because right now there are no regulations, no laws that restrict these companies in any way.
2: Now, see, as a conservative with serious libertarian leanings, I I get worried whenever I hear somebody talk about the government stepping in, but how can the government step in here without stepping in with too big of a foot?
9: Let, let me tell you, John, I've been studying this stuff day in and day out for more than five years. And the more I study it, the, s- the more scared I get. And I, I think this is a different situation than the usual one. I am, I am not a conservative. Uh, I am not a Trump supporter. Uh, I think we all have to rise above our politics and recognize uh, what a serious uh, threat this is. Uh, this is not like Standard Oil. This is worse. This is not like at This is worse. Uh, you know, in the beginning, uh companies that provided electricity and gas they were private companies too but eventually they had to be turned into public utilities for mm-hmm. the public's protection and uh i have come to conclude here that no regulation no law will ever protect us from these these big tech threats and certainly when it comes to the internet we 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 own the internet the public owns the internet the world owns the internet the gateway to the internet should not be in private hands The private company should not be determining for billions of people what they can see and what they can't see. That's censorship. So, uh, you know, it seems to me that we have to think, unfortunately, beyond regulation, we have to think about, uh, you know, some aspects of what these companies are doing. They really have to be in the hands of the public. I mean, it's, you know, I realize it's an extreme thing to say, but I know the numbers, And if you knew the numbers, like I know the numbers, you'd be scared to death, especially for your children.
2: Give me some more numbers. Give me some more numbers.
9: I'll give you some more numbers. If uh, on election day, Mark Zuckerberg that morning sends out a go out and vote reminder just to supporters of one candidate, and he knows who who supports which candidate, obviously. Mm that would give that candidate on election day in a national election an additional 450,000 votes. Wow. With and, no one knowing that they have been manipulated.
2: And spread, you know, Donald Trump I think won Pennsylvania by 44,000 votes. So you know, spreading those votes around to different states, then then you have a really now you're talking about winning a state
9: and, and we're talking about, you know, one message sent out in such a way that no one is aware that it was sent out, you know, selectively. I could give you more and more numbers. I, can get, I have a big, big article coming out uh, very shortly, within a few days, on, on 10 different methods that these companies have available to shift votes in the midterm elections. I calculate they can ship, shift upwards of 12... Million votes with no one knowing that they have been manipulated.
2: Yeah, now I, I think uh, I was reading somewhere uh, the someone had a prediction on how many millions of votes could go to Clinton because of the bias and the, and the manipulation. And uh, can you explain that? It was two point six million was a prediction that uh, uh, for Hillary.
9: Well, that wasn't just someone. That was me.
2: Oh, okay. That was you. Uh,
9: Yeah, because I set up a tracking system uh, secretly in 2016, uh, so I was able to track whether there was bias on Google, Bing, and Yahoo, whether there was any bias towards Trump or towards Clinton. uh, And I found consistent bias toward Clinton, whom I supported, by the way. Mm -hmm. But I found consistent bias toward Clinton in all 10 search positions on the first page of search results, which is enough over time to shift two to three million votes toward Hillary Clinton, with no one knowing. And
0: she won by so, how yeah, many?
9: She won by she won popular vote by about two point eight million votes.
2: Hmm. And now, so are you are you convinced that that there's those numbers that she got that the popular vote were as a direct result of of what Google did?
9: Uh, I, I can't prove that, but I can tell you this, that there was bias in the search results, uh, that I have extensive data uh, showing uh, the, the power of search results to shift voting preferences among undecided voters. Uh, so I can say that, you know, it's plausible, it's plausible mm-hmm. uh, to, to say that uh, that, that her uh, her win in the popular vote may have been entirely due to the support she had uh, from the big tech companies. So that's plausible. That is a plausible hypothesis. Now, I'm working with people now to set up large-scale monitoring systems, uh, and when those systems are in place, uh, then then we'll know for sure what's going on. Uh, That's a big, big project. I'm working with people on three continents uh, to make this happen. Uh, But until these monitoring systems are in place, in my opinion, uh, the free and fair election is little more than an illusion.
2: Wow. Talking to Dr. Robert Epstein of the American Institute for Behavioral Research and Technology, uh, a lot of his work will be seen uh, in the documentary, The Creepy Line, which is it out yet? Or is it coming out soon?
9: Uh, it premieres in New York City next week. Can okay, I, uh, and I so. give out a, cu- a couple of links? Let it rip. So people can- All right, thecreepyline.com will tell you more about this film, which I I just uh, saw in some screenings in New York, and it it blew my mind. It's a really good film. Um, And and then another link here I want to give out is mygoogleresearch.com. Mygoogleresearch.com if you want to help support the research I've been doing, which I think, uh, frankly, is extremely important research.
2: Now, I want to ask you, how, how do you... You came up with these numbers. How do you measure the bias?
9: Uh, We, first of all, the work we do is quite sophisticated. Uh, Some of it's been published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Uh, It's been replicated, uh, you know, by a team at one of the Max Planck Institutes in Germany. So it's all very serious, you know, scientific stuff. Uh, To measure bias on a website, what we do is we, we, we... uh, we, we sign up independent raters, and we give them a, an 11-point scale, and at the left end of the scale is Trump, and at the right end is, is Clinton. And we say, look at this website and tell me if you feel there's any bias. So we get independent raters to rate a website that way. Now, if we see that websites favoring one candidate are listed high up in search results, that tells us that those search results are favoring that candidate candidate. And that changes opinions, and that shifts shifts votes among people who are undecided.
2: And I have less than a minute here, Doctor. What should be done?
9: Well, I, I think we have a big problem. Uh, laws and regulations move very, very slowly. I think there's two things we have to think about. Number one, uh, at the individual level, we've got to move away from using these surveillance tools. We've got to move away from using Gmail, for example, uh, and use more private email systems. We've got to move away from uh, using Chrome and use, uh, you know, browsers that will track you. So that can be done. If you if you look at my essay, Seven Simple Steps Toward Online Privacy, which is easy to find, mm-hmm. uh, that'll help you out. At, at the larger level, uh, I think we actually have to start to think about making some of these services Uh, you know, putting them in the hands of the public. They should not be in private hands. Private companies should not be deciding what billions of people can and cannot see, period.
2: Hey, Dr. Robert uh, Epstein, I really appreciate you being here. That's some scary stuff you got there. And the the documentary is The Creepy Line. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, thank thank you. you. All right, and we'll be right back.
6: We get many people that have not gotten well with traditional medicine.
5: At The Medicine Shop in Oakmont and Penn Hills, Good health is often a gut-level decision.
6: About 70 to 85% of your immune system's in the gut. As a child, your thymus gland is actually your immune system, and babies are born with hardly any flora or minimal amounts, and through exposure to dirt, things they suck on, their mom's antibodies they get from breast milk gradually just builds up over time. Always start with the gut. When you have somebody who has an illness, the normal bacterial balance that's supposed to be there is typically not there. They could have yeast overgrowth, parasites. They could have just an imbalance of bacteria and many times that's just evaluated by history or we can do further testing that they can do at home we look at a systems-based approach so you have your immune system your gi hormones energy cardiometabolic and all those systems work together
5: call for a consultation today the medicine shop 888-865-9595 obamacare trump care aca cobra there are so
2: many choices but all seem to bring one word to mind Expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. Fortunately, I know someone that has been on the forefront of health insurance for years. Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every health care provider in the country. They help determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. Don't need maternity coverage? Call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley Financial. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer.
10: On September 17, 1787, the delegates of the Constitutional Convention signed that document, our great Constitution in Philadelphia. Thus, each September, we celebrate Constitution Day. And though the framers never imagined the cell phone, they did ensure your right to free speech and self-determination, which is exactly what Patriot Mobile is all about. Patriot Mobile celebrates the founding fathers and your values, and it is the only cell phone carrier that supports conservative causes like the Susan B. Anthony Fund, the NRA, Heritage Foundation, while also providing you the same nationwide reliable service with unlimited talk and Tax for less money, no hidden fees. So, in honor of that day in 1787, Patriot Mobile is offering all data plans for $17.87 for your first month of service. Plus, they'll send you a pocket constitution absolutely free. Make the switch today. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash you or call 1 800 a patriot. Get unlimited talk, text, and data for your first month. $17.87 plus a free pocket constitution. Go to patriotmobile.com forward slash you or 1 800 a patriot. Let's celebrate the Constitution Day and support our rights one call at a time.
6: You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body comforting orthopedic made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com
7: Great beds, no bull. That is the Original Mattress factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself the original mattress factory thoughtfully made honestly priced the john Steigerwall show am 1250 the answer
2: when i leave here today i'm gonna go get myself a uh, a library card i'm never using google again just gonna go to the library if i need to find something out get in my car drive however long it takes and never use google again by the way i, I want to remind you uh, about the um the Battleground Talkers Tour. That's at Montour Heights Country Club coming up on October 22nd. The, some big hitters are coming in from this uh, very radio station and the Salem Network. Hugh Hewitt, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager will be here and I'll be out there too. Um, tickets start at just $20. Doors open at 5.30. You can get details on the program, the dinner, everything else. VIP tickets now at the theanswerpgh.com. Um, it's coming up on October 22nd talking about the... Uh, November election, which will only be a couple of weeks away from that night. So it'll be an interesting night. Make sure you check it out. Get your tickets. They start at $20. uh, Theanswerpgh.com. Now, I want to get to something before I go. We like to throw a little sports here at the end. Remember uh, yesterday I told you about Lamar Jackson, who uh, went out. He got like $5 million as a uh, number one draft pick of the Baltimore Ravens. And he went out and bought a one hundred thousand dollar necklace, which is might be the ugliest necklace ever made. It's a depiction of his uh, signature play in college when he hurdled a tackler. So it's a it's a it's a, a football player with his legs spread, looking like he's jumping over somebody. That's what he decided to spend a hundred thousand dollars on. So I mentioned that. So I thought it only fair to mention Aaron Donald. He's a kid from uh, Penn Hills, and he got. What The kind of money that Le'Veon Bell is looking for. He got $87 $87 million guaranteed after a holdout from the uh, Los Angeles Rams. And you know what he did? They asked him what he's going to do with his money. He said, retire my mom and dad. His mother was a school bus driver for 20 years. His dad was in the tire recycling business. And there's a picture of them on Twitter uh, standing there arm in arm. And they are retired. That's what you do when you get the money. A good kid. And he's a kid from Penn Hills. And he might be. He's Aaron Donald. He, he's the he's, he's good chance he's the best um, defensive player in the National Football League. And there's also a chance he's the best player in the NFL. $87 million bucks, and his dad retired. And one other quick thing. Sidney Crosby went out to deliver season tickets for the uh, Penguins. And he was playing hockey with two kids in the driveway, and he wrote a letter, a note for him to the teacher, asking them to be excused from missing school because we were playing street hockey. See you tomorrow.
0: The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's...